Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast. It's Friday, 7th of July, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell's face. Oh, oh now you've just given up the game. What's <laughs> happening? I'm sitting directly in front of you, Stu Farrell. And in fact, <laughs> not only that... my house, Lauren Clark. No, oh. sadly, that did not occur. That miracle is yet to occur. But is, it, are, is it such a miracle? Like, is someone going to be uh, oh, yeah. beatified after you actually totally, suddenly man. walk through my front gate? It's just, I'm now, it's now, as I said last time, it is a point of pride for me and I'm going to drag it out. No, like what it. you've done is flip. You're, you've done exactly what a politician does. Now, uh-huh. I heard uh, Josh Frydenberg the other day uh, talking about... As, Australian uh, politician. Australian politician. Slash who, genius. Well, who... Uh, <laughs> Amazingly, for overseas listeners, mm. is the Minister for Environment and the Minister for Natural Resources slash Mining. Yeah, okay? I know. So Amazing. This is, how we, this is how we do it in this country. Anyway, Josh was talking about how uh, coal, uh, coal use and coal mines are up on the rise and how it all should be done. And in fact, we should all be using Australian coal because we've heard this well-worn line from Australian politicians from one side of politics for a very long time. It's low in sulphur and it's low in uh, emitting, you know, crap into the air. Yeah. So it's a really um, good idea to do a lot of it. Yeah. Basically, you're Frydenberging me by uh, taking an evil thing by of yes. not showing up to my house. Yeah. And uh, now it's trying to flip it and say, Spinning oh, but it. now I'm owning it and now I'm going to take it for as long as it takes. And I, Yeah, no, you're not. You, don't the, you accuse me of Frydenberging anybody. No, you you're much. a Frydenberger all day long. <laughs> what's going on, Lauren? Like, why are we looking at each other? Well, not only are we looking at each other, it's rather moody in here, Steve Well, so, I paid the waiter a few <laughs> extra bucks. Don't, there's a violinist in the corner ready to kick off. And we should – this is like the oddest – Version of oh, I listen to that oh, sorry, sound I just, effect. I just have a bit of a sip here. Yeah, listen. Oh, grossy, Josie. Mm, it's the night. Ni- it's the they're... night before. This is a this is a stupidly small podcast coming at you from yesterday, from Thursday night. I know podcasts, and the point of podcasts is that you can listen to them anytime, any, yeah. anywhere you like. But we actually recorded the Friday morning podcast for the first time in uh, stupidly small history, yeah. uh, in uh, front of each other with a whiskey and a <clears throat> very very sharp cup of tea on my part. <laughs> Well, hang on. You're. Uh, I just had to mm. f- five minutes before we start this, uh, trying to extract a massive uh, chunk of steak out of your teeth and uh, <laughs> wash the red wine stains from your top. So let's not pretend we're your mother Teresa of the I, vegetarian variety. I went, did my thing where I went to the pub and had a, a steak, which seems uh, I, several people have said to me that you were very rude to me about the last time you came to uh, my Thursday night pub night. Oh, really? And you said on the podcast that you've never seen anyone rip through a steak the way <laughs> I did and you went on and on about it uh-huh. uh, in a manner that to make out that I had my foot on one end of it and was just gnawing into it like some kind of wildebeest. Well, you could have done same tonight because, uh, Lauren. What? I think it must point must be made here. I, I don't often come to Melbourne. This is go. Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. And we make jokes on this podcast about each other. And and we're going to get off uh, this very hyper-personal stuff soon and get off the podcast proper. But point must be made, and, and the observation was made, that I walked in mm. and maybe you can explain what you're wearing, Lauren Clark. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is so not cool because for the last – so I – I'm going to set the scene here. I'm going to defend myself in the my telling of the story. Well, there's okay? nothing to tell. So on 
as we all know, had a massive Sunday night, looked, <laughs> dressed up, listen, psh, 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 dressed uh, in like new top and like, a, you know, clean clothes. <laughs> look, look quite yeah, nice. Stained, uh, but, 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 wait, Monday, did the same. Got into another different outfit of new, slightly some uh, like a new thing that I had. Like I looked like Footy I went and, went and had no went and had like a couple of meetings, did a few work things, looking sharp. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, like sort of less and less. By the hey, time I got to less you, less and less, <laughs> less and less sharp looking. Right mm. by the time by the time today, which is I should be saying yesterday because it's Friday. Anyway, by the time Thursday came along, Thursday night. Yeah, by the time th- no, by the time Thursday day came along, though I had to do the following things. Yes, I didn't have to go to a bank meeting in the city with my mum and my sister. I didn't have to go and meet a whole bunch of people about some work stuff. I didn't have to. So I all I had to do is I had a massive deadline. So what did I do? I chucked on Just all. Like Fonzie. I, <laughs> I chucked on all my disgusting old clothes, lay and in went, bed, and went out in public. Sat up in bed mm-hmm. and then wrote just like full hell for leather for like the whole day. Freelancing. Freelancing, wrote and just it just all day and uh, like literally the jackpot brought me lunch. Like I did not get out of bed for lunch. I just was like, bring me a bagel. bagel <laughs> he brought bed. me a bagel. He did. He gave me a bagel in bed. If you know what I mean. And then oh, I, I went. Don't. And he did actually just bring me a bagel right. in bed. Sorry, his mum listens. <laughs> anyway, well, you've so. you got two kids. I'm sure uh, he's brought you more than one bagel in bed. Well, he has. You've got anyway, two. Shush. So I wear. I I wore all these. I wore yeah. just a total shambles of things, a collection of things, right? Mm-hmm. But at just before pub time, when we always meet down the road at the pub, I went. I have to make these two phone calls. So mm. I wandered out. I have to, hang on. I have to make these two phone calls. So I'm going to get into my what phone call uniform? No, right. I'm just going to wear what I wore in bed all day. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to chuck my jacket over the top. <laughs> So I went out in a tracksuit with some runners chucked on and put a jacket over the top and then you texted me mm-hmm. when I was at the pub and I was, I was apologising to people at the pub. I was like, I'm sorry I look like this. Like I do look like I'm wearing pyjamas with mm-hmm. a jacket over the top. And then you rocked mm-hmm. up and the look mm-hmm. of delight on your face when you saw Fonzie on the top, trackies on the bottom, oh, yeah. was I, I almost it's regretted like I inviting you. Like I did. I was like, no, God, now it's he's going like to make I it. like I never the- left the city, Lauren Clark. And uh, <laughs> seriously, it was like a time warp. Fonzie on top, trackies on the bottom. I, mm. And I promise you fitness I have not. Fitness on the bottom. Fitness on the bottom, Fonzie, Fonzie on, on the, the top. top. Yeah. Although these are your even your, your special favourite tracksuit pants because they're the ones that have no hem on the bottom and just kind of shamble oh, away so to nothing. So you walked over hills and. Uh, yep. Next, uh, anyway. Look. So I'm looking really frocked up, and uh, but mind you, you're in your flannel. You've, you've, you, it's not exactly. It's, it's just winter. <laughs> only wear one thing. <laughs> no, I've actually since moving to Geelong, the flannel has been uh, been put away. In fact, I think a lot of them got thrown out. I did a bit of a, a, a wardrobe purge, but Lauren Clark. Yes. What are we talking about today? We, we, uh, I we've made this don't... whole effort to uh, get together and do a podcast because it's been a while. I know. The jackpot was storming around. He was throwing f- microphones through <laughs> windows. Furious because we were doing things slightly oh, differently. No, uh, well, Stu, it's, it's Friday and it's headlong. We're heading headlong into a weekend. It's time have to be a man. Got, have, what do you mean? Well, you know, Lauren Clark. I feel like there should be music for this. There comes a time. No, there comes a time. And I mentioned, uh, what was it, yesterday. Sorry. Yeah. About the builders. 
had to go with the builders. Yeah, they're obviously podcast listeners because. Shut up. Are they really? No, well, they didn't show up to the job today. (laughs) I was waiting for them. Yeah. Yeah, can I? I must say one thing, and I'm not. I thought about it all day, and I'm not proud of it. But the mint patty was still on my um, – well, I hadn't realised, but it was still on my What is strip. a mint patty? Well, it's like a golden rough, except it's filled with mint. Right. All right. Yeah. So you don't know what that is. So what no, it is, no, is a I mint do. patty is a circular thing. No, I do. It's like it's a like mint wagon wheel. A but wagon about, wheel with mint. Yeah. Maybe a third of the size of a wagon wheel. Yeah. Right? Well, a contemporary wagon wheel. Or wagon a massive wheels mint used to be bigger. Yeah, oh, I know what it is. Get a, look, don't get started on the size of chocolate bars these days. Right, yes. Uh, but um, – because that's for the realms of commercial breakfast. <laughs> that, oh, I'm on the picnic. <laughs> the thing, bring back the polywaffle. Yes. The thing is, yes. Uh, they, I thought my housemate had picked up the mint slice, oh, not the mint slice, the, mm. uh, well, the, the mint, mint patty, patty. and uh, put it in the bin. Yes. And my dog Bernie found it this morning and I said, I thought you picked up the mint patty. No, I picked up the wrapper, said housemate. So uh, that was a great start at 6 a.m. We walked down, not then talking to each other because oh, the mint patty wasn't picked up. Really? But, well, not really. Wow. But a little, I had a little <laughs> bit of mint patty hate because I wasn't sure if Bernie had eaten it. <laughs> because but the, dogs aren't Bernie. allowed to eat chocolate, are they? Oh, no. no, no, they can eat K-Rob. Why is that? Uh, much like onions, I just don't think it works for them. Right. Um, there's a few things that dogs can't eat and chocolate and onions are two of the things. I didn't know about onions. No, you don't give your dog onions. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. Don't give your dog onions. Okay, good. Have yeah. you got a dog? No. Okay. Well, don't worry about the onions. I think it's safe then. The mint patties are safe too. Yeah. Anyway, so we got back and I knew the patty was there, so I went and picked it up. Now, tell me if this is the wrong thing to do. I'm... Chucked it over the fence. Well, I, I sort of did a bit worse. Oh, I did. Did you post it in the letterbox? <laughs> no, no, I was going to throw it on the top of the pile of the builder's stuff. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. I, know who, I know where this came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just put it. In front of the house, like where they'd see it when they went through the gate? Yes. Problem was the builders didn't show up today. So it was the human who lives next door. Well, the guys, and they're really lovely people, and I hope oh. they didn't skid on the mint oh, patty. Oh, no. <laughs> so you've mint pattied your neighbours. I know. Do you know what I think rubbish It can often be a statement? Like the, the look you're giving me, that when you go – like when you, when you see – I mean, I've said this before. When, when there's hard rubbish out the front of people's houses, yeah. they do it really neatly so that it looks like, you they're know – We're not pigs. Uh, we're not pigs. And then if somebody sees that, like somebody – if there's a neighbour down the road who's done it, yeah. the neighbour four doors down will come down and neatly put their thing on top of it. It's like, well, we didn't start it. But we're going to just keep the neat. We'll, we'll respect the neatness of this pile of crap that's been chucked out right. the front. Um, but then there is just if you just like dump a whole lot of stuff, just free form out the, and uh, you don't like that's a sad. real statement. Well, like, so you can make statements in the way that you dispose of your and stack your rubbish. Well, the main problem is that councils now have banned. Uh, hard rubbish. I had the biggest fight with my council about that because I said, do you know what? No, you, you booked one and then put, didn't put anything out. I know, you? I know. But I said to them, do you know what? Yes. You guys, there is stuff all over the laneway and all over the street and you and, and those people don't get fined. It's just, oh, no, there is a strict policy about fining. I said, well, I've never heard of anybody getting fined ever and the street is pretty much mm. like a piece of contemporary art made solely of rubbish from like nine to five, seven Quick days a week. Quick full stop. Yeah. Quick comma. Yes. What, uh, 
What, what what's contemporary art? Oh, just really. This is a quick comma. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, what but do you what, mean? Well, is I mean, where does contemporary art start? Such a uh, such a postmodern question, Stu Farrell. <laughs> what's postmodernism? Postmodernism is okay. Really? You want to go here? I think I have to, to okay. continue this hard rubbish conversation. So contemporary art is, I, I mean, I suspect the thing about... Don't uh, suspect. I want you to tell me the facts. The thing about, okay, the thing about uh, postmodernism is that it's incredibly aware of context. So... I have to stop you again. Why? It's much like a horizon. I've, and I've never understood the horizon and I'm, as I'm on record as saying thank you, Lauren Clark. Yeah. Uh, so a horizon is a movable thing. So I've never understood the concept of a horizon, right? You so, are getting real. This I should not. No wonder we do this, this is in the why morning. I did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is why I did no good in school. No, it's not. Because I could not what... understand the concept of a horizon, nor can I understand what postmodernism, but where did it start and why did it start at that point? And then we say contemporary art, who says why and when. But this is the thing. You, in order to understand all of these things and in order to understand almost anything ever, you need to understand history. So modernism came out of World War II, or the, or the wars basically. Right. So there was, a, there was a point for modernism. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's a period that's... I'm showing my ignorance here and no, I'm no. proud to and own I, it. I'm wearing it like is, a badge. When you do this, it's... Um, when you do this when we're having a convo, it's great because I can say what I like. But when we do it on here... <laughs> There are people listening who know the answer to these questions and so I get myself in trouble. But modernism and it, it, modernism exists in literature and like, you know, uh, philosophy. What was the starting and, point and the end point of modernism? Uh, here we go, blah, 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 late 19th and 20th century, right? So and it is that the idea is, a, is that it is – it comes from modernism, I suppose, comes from industrialization, and and it's a sort of response to that. Postmodernism is then arguably, and I think modern, some modernism is is a response to the wars as well. So this whole idea that like there is no, there used to be these concepts of like good and bad, and then when World War, for instance, let's go with World War Two, right? World War Two happens, and all of a sudden. Um, the good guys, the ones who you're on the same side as in Western society, are bombing, you know, dropping nuclear bombs, for instance. And the bad guys who you thought were just over there being your enemies, turns out that they've been doing completely inhumane, horrifying things to uh, in concentration camps and stuff. Right. Like humanity is just like it's it, there's it's the the, the sort of um, the good and the bad are all entangled up and the bad is not just bad it's like bleak and like it's why sort of um, nihilism and like really like dadaism like really kind of absurd stuff starts so you're coming saying out art is reflecting this uh, yeah art is oh, all art basically is a response to the or it's a response to the it's a response to the historical um context in which it, uh, of the times or in and a lot of the time it's a response to uh the, the capital so like you know in money in other words like who the who the people are who are hiring the artists well, so, so all the painters who painted on the Sistine Tra- Chapel and the whatever, mm. that was because they had – that was where they were 
the people with the money pointed and said, up there, paint up there. And he, by the way, here are the things I like. <laughs> so, so, but what about, so post, when did postmodernism turn into contemporary art? Well, can, a lot of contemporary art's postmodern. So, can, so, post, so they're not two separate things? No, no, no. So, conte- well, contemporary art just means art that's now, art that's happening at the moment. So, contemporary. But when did now start? Well, that's a great question. See, you wouldn't have done badly. You would have done amazingly. This is all you've no, got to do. No, because my teachers couldn't answer these questions. So well, I had to wait. you needed. Well, it, if you frame the questions as uh, statements and use words like problematize, you've got an arts essay. Right. <laughs> so basically, the con- contemporary art is. So there, if you go to the Museum of New Art, Old and New Art, or the Museum of, uh, you know, like go to any contemporary art. Uh, museum so or if there's a fart machine or, or like, like a, a inner workings of the bowel or a, a blown up Volkswagen that's contemporary t- well it's not or is it postmodern well no because things like um Duchamp who did the dunny you know famously did the urinal and this is not art with the rolling stones toilet that is yeah <laughs> that is um modernism really and it's a response to the kind of like horror that is that uh, 60s or 70s was that earlier? It was 60s. Let's look at So wouldn't up. that be postmodernist? No. Look, see, this is the thing. Postmodernism, and I've written articles about this, about the, the nexus between modernism and postmodernism, and there are lots of things about them that are similar. And the difference in my view, and people will probably correct me, there are 40 million differences, mm-hmm. but the main difference that I um, reckon is that modernist art or literature or whatever um, – aims to uh, express an essence. So it aims to go here, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... Express an essence. Oh, see, I know. This is, okay. It aims to give an answer, right? Sort of Airwick product, yeah. No, no, no. It aims to give an answer, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas postmodernism, sort of the point of postmodernism is to ask lots of questions, point out lot of, lots of context, point out lots of dualities and like um, ambiguities and make it, make... Make you the point. You, the viewer, mm-hmm. are the point and you're supposed to be... Um, are you watching a reflection of yourself or a reflection of society? Well, in modern art, this is what I think the difference between modern and postmodern is. In modern art, it's supposed to, yeah, reflect the essence of society or the essence of a question or a problem or a statement or something. And postmodernism, postmodernism is like... Reaction to the What are you going to make of this, guys? And what right. does that mean about you? And you're the one watching. And what does that mean about voyeurism? And are you a voyeur? Are you the artist? Maybe mm, you're the artist. Too many questions for the postmodern. So, like, yeah. uh, so if when... Uh, America, England, and Australia take mm. on China, Russia, and North Korea, mm. and that war concludes. <laughs> oh we, we then hit a post-contemporary. Uh, it won't be post-contemporary because contemporary just always means stuff that's happening right now. So what will be labelled? It could be post. Um, well, there are all these. It could be post-nuclear. Post-nuclear. Oh my god. Nuclear. The, there was a person who wrote uh, called. Um, it doesn't matter. It's boring, but. Um, Fukuyama, who wrote about the end of history and the mm-hmm. fact that once the um, – in a Is really that made with octopus? <laughs> Is that made with octopus? See, this is the thing. I take you seriously. I am very serious about this. And then suddenly I find myself being self-conscious about my own telling of the – I mean, I is... love Fukuyama, but I, <laughs> over the side of uh... – <laughs> Fukuyama mm. has never had those jokes made about him, by the way. He studied a lot in undergraduate arts. <laughs> Show me tingles. Well, that's been a long time coming, Lauren Clark. 
I can't believe we're actually going to do it. Are we actually going to do it? Have you actually got a... Well, I have. I have. What? Well, Lauren, there's a time in every human's life when, you know, uh, they become the person that they wanted to be. Oh, this is... I settle back, kids. This is a bit... Yeah, you know, pull up a plate of Fukuyama and uh, (laughs) start nibbling on this. On a bed of couscous. That's it. Because it's time for Life Lessons 101 with the master. Yes. Now, Laura Clark, for the last... How long since you've been down to my place? Never. Yeah. But I've been there for coming on 11 months. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had this smell of gas. And I'm not talking about post-barbecue specials. This is oh. all about uh, <laughs> a natural gas yep. from, um, from <laughs> fart joke, fart uh, joke. <laughs> from the gas meter at the front. Yes. Now, it's, it's always been, you know, those, those problems in your life where you know it, it exists, mm. but it's not enough for you to act on yep, it. Yeah, totally. Like, have you got an example? Yes. Three? Actually, there is one... It was literally the same thing oh. near my uh, mum's yeah. house. Right. And often, I often go past and go, oh, maybe I should ring the council better. And then I, yeah. by the time I get to the door, I forgot about it. No, I was going to light a smoke yeah. and blow up. <laughs> exactly. And I was sort of like that. Like yeah. on a still day, I thought, oh, there's a bit of gas around this house. Yeah. And then when someone new would come over, oh, uh, in fact, a couple of people recently said it. But I'd always ignored it. Mm. And up until recently, I, I couldn't ha- smell gas in my bedroom or really around the front of the house. So I um, proceeded to act Yes. Uh, yesterday morning and I rang the gas company and uh, I rang the emergency line. I mm. figured, yeah, well, you know, good bloke. Yeah. And anyway, my tingy is Lauren Clark. They sent out a gas man straight away and, uh, and he goes, where's your meter? And I said, over there. And I said, I think it's coming out of here. He goes, all right. And he sprayed all this juice all over it and he goes, you're dead right. You got a busted seal, buddy. Wow. And he went out to his van and ripped my. He goes, You got anything running? I said, I got the heater on. It's very cold. He goes, Turn it off. Oh. So I turned off the heater and he goes, Put on a new one. He goes, That's it. I said, How many of those you do a day? He goes, Oh, well, on a quiet day, three, but up to 12 a day. I said, You do it very well. He goes, Thank you. <laughs> So anyway, my tingy is. Oh, which which of fixing, the many things in this could be a tingy? Yeah. Well, yes, but fixing lingering problems like scratching that oh, itch. Good. A classic tingy. So good. Mm. Love it. That is a dingworthy tingy. Oh, uh, well, dingworthy I, tingy. I, I um, you know, you're supposed to do when you've got like a massive list of things to do. You're supposed to do the like big thing first because you get tempted to do all the little things. And then little things make your list smaller. That's so true. And I really struggle to not do that. And the other day, I ticked some little things off, and I couldn't have high fived myself more. I just thought it was I was the greatest person that ever lived. Uh, Stu Feld, it's a great. Meeting. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to give us an example. No. Sorry, I was settling in myself. Oh, oh no, no. I just ordered another yours. plate of Fukuyama. <laughs> you can't have too much Fukuyama. I, I, mean, I really, I mean, you know? was that a Confucius saying? <laughs> One can have, never have too much Fukuyama. Laura Clark, how does the uh, <laughs> historians of Asian culture get in contact with us? <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, they can find us at stupidlybig.com. We're stupidlybig.com uh, online. We're stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter, whereabouts are, Instagram. Uh, except for online, where else would be big on stupidlybig.com? You just, That's the only place. You, I know, but I just thought I got away with that. Now you've like no. rear-rendered the car into it so that it's a huge oh, yeah. 
Lauren car accident. Well, I've tri- no, I've, I've reversed back over your body. That's lying there after you've just fallen off your bike. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what you've now done. I've driven off without leaving my details. Um, it's, tr- <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, what the hell was I saying? Stupidly uh, big. You find us. This? Yeah. Find it at stupidlybig.com, stupidly big on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes. Nobody's been leaving us ratings and reviews. I Any think wonder. we might just stop doing this. If All we, right. You know, I, that's it. I'm on, we're about to go on Yeah, But you know what happens when you, you call people's bluff? You, they, go, they go. They call it and then we don't know where to go. <laughs> it's much like China not being able to cut the oil off to North Korea. If they cut the oil off to North Korea, then they've got nowhere else to go but war. And we don't want to take our listeners to war. Such a great historical analogy. Well, I'm big on Asian history. Don't believe that you wouldn't have done well in school, Stu Farrell. Uh, if only I'd gone. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> to a real one. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I'm going to see you tomorrow slash today, Friday. I'm going to see you on Monday. Monday. Look forward to that, my friend. Have a good weekend. Answer what are you doing? Anything exciting? Uh, uh you want to know the truth? I'm actually going to frickin' Disney on ice on Saturday. Oh, uh, what now? Yeah, ice oh, arena. So if any listeners are going, let's go. Sounds, sounds like your kettle de, de poisson. No, not kettle de poisson. Sounds like your. I'll be, thro- I'll be throwing what is it? fish Thing at of the fish? performers. Uh, Cup of tea? Fish. I don't know. Sounds like sounds like exactly what you want to do. Because I'm uncle of the year. Uncle of the year. I'd oh. rather be going to circus Oz, to be honest. How exciting. That is what I'm hoping to do this weekend. Really excited about it. All right, Stu Farrell, we'll see you on Monday and we'll compare notes. I look forward to that. Disney, Disney on Ice. Ice. The only thing I'd like to see more than you in the audience of Disney on Ice is you performing Disney on Ice. <laughs> I can't ice skate. It's I on ice. Don't it's care, actually mate. on ice. You might like I've it. I've got to watch people dressed up. Have you, seen a, have you heard of a show called Frozen? Yes. Well, it's Frozen on Ice, apparently. Does that make even sense? Frozen on Ice? <laughs> what is it like fridges skating around? No, it's going to be uh, It's going to be a, it's an Ice Kingdom. It'll be fun. You'll probably love it. Try and enjoy it. Find something in it that you can enjoy. Yeah, There'll be people with skills. Huh? <laughs> it's on ice. Maybe I they've got a, be... a vodka bar there somewhere. <laughs> Don't worry about little fella. I'm just going to get another one of these special <laughs> ice drinks. Stu, I cannot wait for your fulsome report on my desk on Monday. I'll be See you then. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>